This is Sexy Voice Andrea, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now with 50% less kidney, still with 100% of the only organ that matters. That's right. I hope it was good for you. That's right. It's intimidating is what it is. What is up? Oh, God. That's a terrible start. Hold on. As soon as I, guess, uh, I start talking, I get this uh, weirdo thing going on in my throat. Uh, I think this is like show number 670, which I try not to think about too much. Um, I recently surpassed the amount of time that I've been podcasting compared to the last time that I had a full-time radio job. So, I mean, it was like two years, eight months, 21 days that I worked at WVVL. And I just recently passed that the amount of time that we've been podcasting. So that's just stupid. Holy crap. I'm I'm pretty happy about that. You know? I'm I'm better off now. You know, they oftentimes say, uh, people oftentimes say, well, you know, one door closes and another opens. In the long run, you'll be better off. You never believe that at the time. You're always like, shut up. Yeah, shut up. But, in a lot of cases, not all of them, because there are people that are like, yeah, I definitely was better off. Um, a lot of cases, uh, you are, I mean, I, it isn't cut out for everybody, but sometimes when the rug is pulled out from under you, you have a tendency. It's like, well, I better figure this shit out and fast or else I'm going to lose my pretty wife. I don't think she'd leave me because I was having job issues. I don't know. No, I do know. She wouldn't, she wouldn't do that to me. Uh, welcome in. Melinda says, why so many restarts in the countdown? Because I'm screwing with you. I am messing with you because it's fun. (laughs) Okay. Uh, all right. One door closes. John Jismingle writes, and you are locked out of the house. Uh, you know, what a time we had yesterday. Talking about uh, uh, John and Devin ripping me a new one on the Rubber Gaslighters podcast or whatever it's called. Uh, I provided a link to their podcast in the show notes of my show yesterday. If you want to hear... Uh, obnoxious loudmouths go on and on and on uh, with with no real point and uh, devoid of humor in any way, shape, or form. Go ahead and listen to the Gas Rubber Show. Thank you, John Jismingo, for being here, part of this show. I am one day closer to Twitch. Uh, and you're like, well, wait, isn't don't you just have to sign up? No, it's not it at all. This is not like some fucking ham and egg or doing Twitch. Uh, this is this is a real deal. Sean writes this. This is my the engineer who sets it all up. The uh, tech guy, if you will. Um, 
I've completed the graphics for your channel. I'm ready to meet over a Zoom call to ha help set up the scenes in your broadcasting software. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck any of that means, Sean. We will need to accomplish three things over this call. You can tell he's an engineer. One, create your, quote, scenes in Streamlabs OBS using the graphics. It's all technical shit. I'm like, Sean, I don't know what the fuck this means. He says, this will be a 45-minute uh, segment. He actually has it broken down to the amount of time for each uh, bit of shit that we have to talk about. Two, go over the basics of Streamlabs and the back end of Twitch. Again, I don't know what any of that means. We will run a test and go live to make sure everything is set up properly. This will take 30 minutes. So now we're like looking at uh, an hour and 15 minutes of time. I'm like, oh, fuck, shit. And then one other thing, he puts a time limit on. So it's, it's broken down to uh, an hour and 20 minutes. And I'm like, you know, I know I have to do this, but it's like, you know, you understand I have ADHD badly. Asking me to sit through anything for five minutes is a damn nightmare. Okay, the coffee's already getting cold. I gotta kill this fast. I have so much to talk about today. My God. Um, the NFK is front and center. In case you don't know, uh, my brother-in-law is known as the NFK No Filter Kevin. Uh, he's got a temporal lobe lobotomy that was done to cure him of epilepsy. Um, the lobotomy plus years of uh, very, very powerful medicine and years of grand mal seizures has led to him to have no filter. And we have experienced, it also took away the uh, spot in the brain that says, go wash asshole. Uh, that has been a struggle. I still am a little suspicious on his ability to, uh, or his desire to uh, wash his asshole living in this household. But I do have news, but I can't do another damn thing until I finish this coffee. So I'm going to turn down the mic because I don't want to hear you, uh, you to hear me slurping the damn thing. So finish what you got. Stand by. One more. That's it. Before I get to that, though, I want to read an email that I just got. What an opportunity here. This is from um, Shamim or Shamim Islam. Podcast promotional service subject line. Hi there. I know that I'm just going to read it exactly as it's written. I know that you have a podcast on the iTunes store. Quotation. Hi there. I know that you have a podcast on the iTunes store, end quotation, new quotation, the Eric Zane Show podcast, end quotation, end quotation. That's need to promotion. Are you looking for organic podcast promotion? And, and just oddly weird uh, uh, capitalizations on words that don't need capitalization. Podcast promotion, which will send you huge audiences. Lots of downloads and popularity to your podcast? If yes, then you're at the right place. I'm not at any place. I have long experience in podcast promotion. So now, period. Again, I have long experience in podcast promotion. So now, period. 
I will provide you and real USA, UK, Germany, Canada work. I always try to give unique work. I believe that honesty and hard work is the key to success. Well, thanks for the pep talk. I am always ready for working for you. Uh, This guy sounds like the same type of broken English as my aunt Gossia. I will use high quality methods to promote your podcast. I will share your podcast URL on various social media like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, podcasts, and blogs, websites, and groups. My services platform, colon, 100% organic and human audiences, increased listeners, many new subscribers, many huge downloads every day, increased episodes popularity massively helps in ranking. If you want two more information, please contact me here by this email. Thanks, Shamim Islam. Does he ever uh, does he uh, sit around with his tech team and say, I don't know, but no one's responding to the email. What are you guys doing? I think there's a problem with what's going on. <clears throat> All right. Yesterday, this is the funny part of this story. Uh, after this part, it's serious. But I took the NFK to the doctor yesterday. Now, I'll get to the ins and outs of that uh, of that uh, part of the story in a second. But uh, I'm sitting next to him. And uh, there was a lot of waiting. You, you walk in and then the nurse has some questions. And then the uh, physician's assistant comes in. And then finally the surgeon. Okay. So this is a lot of interaction. There's always a wait time in between uh, each of these uh, hospital personnel coming in. Now we're seated right next to each other. And uh, the NFK usually likes me in there so that I can absorb the things that his brain does not. And I am his go-to for this type of uh, uh, attention when it comes to this sort of thing. Now, he's not much of a conversationalist. I mean, honestly, if you don't bring it up or talk to him, he's very content just sitting there quietly. So it's the NFK sitting next to me in this uh, room at the hospital. And uh, we're not talking. I'm just like staring out into the you know, the room and whatever. And then uh, I hear a rumbling in his stomach. I mean, it was a very loud, uh, uh, pronounced grumbling in the stomach. And I'm like, oh, wow. I go, hey, uh, wow. I'm thinking to myself, that was quite loud it's like the only it's like breaking the silence of the room you know it happens like two or three more times and uh so then that passes and then uh as the uh, uh meetings with these doctors and and whatever are ending uh he goes hey uh do you know if there's a uh he actually says to me do you know if there's a uh, bathroom nearby and i go I- i'm sure there is yeah and he goes, yeah, as soon as we uh, get out of here, uh, I'm going to drop by the boys' room. I go, of course. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, please, please, fingers crossed. This could be just hysterical. <clears throat> and um, we worked our way out of the room when it was time to leave. And I said to the nurse, I go, hey, uh, there's a restroom nearby here. And he points to this one, and it's uh, right in, like, the nexus of hospital activity. So there's... There's nurses standing, looking at computer monitors and uh, monitoring uh, different things and 
doctors in and out and around. This is a surgery center is what this is. In the middle of this hospital in beautiful East Grand Rapids, Michigan. Closes the door. Now, you know that uh, from time to time, I'll put an echo effect on my voice. This is probably like the ambiance of the room that the NFK is in. I don't need to talk. But his asshole spoke. Yep. The formerly known as the Ham's Beer uh, shit cannon, now known as the Bush Beer shit cannon, was firing at the hospital. So he closes the door. I'm standing nearby the door looking at my phone, and then it spoke to me. Hospital workers are stopping what they're doing. You know, it's a, if we were in the wild, birds would be flying and antelopes would be running and fish jumping out of the water. They're all like, what the fuck just happened in there? And I'm like, oh my God, this has got to be a, just a, a complete disaster. The, the shit brown freckles on the underside of that seat are just going to be abundant. I'm like, no way. I hear the toilet flush. The amount of time from the toilet flushing to the door opening was way too short. There was, I can promise you, zero hand washing going on there. None. Oh my God. Fuck. And off we went. Off we went into the afternoon. Dirk says, how do you not have video? Are you talking about in the hospital? Yeah, it's probably not a good idea in a hospital setting, Neanderthal, to bust out a cell phone. Did he, John Gismingo writes, did he have a poo haiku? Explain that. Is that like a doo-doo da Vinci? Or a poo-poo Picasso? All right. So uh, that was all, all part of it. And in, in fact, uh, and and I'll, I'll I'll work backwards on the story in a second. Um, when I don't think it was it was done though, because the cannon had two rounds in it. We came home, and uh, I was explaining to Diana what we learned at the doctor's office about the NFK, and he's you know. It started out the conversation, you know, he's very concerned about uh about this and I he he wants me to explain it to Diana cuz he'd fuck it all up. Well, he he disappears and uh he's in the bathroom again and sure enough like in mid sentence I'm like it, it it his his asshole interrupted me from like way across where we are, there's a whole nother room, this mud room where you come in and then the, the door is the, uh, he's in the mud room. He's in the, he's in the shit room. And, uh, I'm like, my God, his asshole is boisterous today. Oh, you know, it's almost like, I mean, if you really, if you're sitting down and you have one in the chamber. There is a way to make it so it isn't so loud. You just kind of, I mean, I don't know if he really hunkers down like he's doing squats at the gym. 
and just goes when he when he when he lets it go or what but the 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 concussive force of uh of those bombs are just ridiculous um in fact i should bring in the queen of the forest and ask her her impressions of the firing of that uh, of that heavy artillery um my god was that spectacular hello hi honey how are you good I was just I was just describing to the audience. I hadn't gotten into the specifics of uh, the doctor's visit, but I jumped right into the most important part of the story, and that was the Bush beer shit cannon. Oh my word! I didn't even go back there to see what the damage was. Did you? Uh, I was in there today, and there was no damage. So I think he's uh, gotten around to understanding that. Uh, I haven't seen too many sloppy moments lately. That's good. But that is very good. The the uh, uh, volume, the 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 sound that's involved in those. I mean, I, it's really prolific. <laughs> I think most of it's, most of it's like gas. I don't know what it is, but I'll t- I, I you didn't know this, but uh, and I was just sharing this with the audio when we were, or with the audience when we were at the doctor's. You know how like if you don't talk to him, he just sits there and you don't have any conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, we were sitting there quietly, he, him right next to me. And the only conversation I was having was with his, uh, his intestines. Cause they were groaning. They were. Yeah. I, you know how, like when your stomach uh, rumbles, Yeah, I think his stomach was like having a conversation with me. Like, Hey, we're moving the shit through. This is a warning. And then I didn't tell you this as well. And I did tell them, uh, while we were seated there, he goes, Hey, do you know if there's a restroom near here? And I said, well, I'm sure there is. And so sure enough, we got out of the doctor's office and went right to, and I was waiting like outside of the bathroom and there's like nurses and shit. And he fired one off in there. He did? Yes. Oh boy. Yep. 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 So, um, that's kind of like where, uh, where he was. And then we, he made it home and then uh, blast number two was, yeah, he did finish it off. (laughs) Oh, Lord. My God. Okay, I'm off to the doctor. Okay, spell you later. See ya. All right, I'll talk to you. Yes, See ya. ma'am. Bye. There you go. She was, uh, she was, she was witness to those spectacular moments. Uh, John Jismingo writes, Pooh Haiku is your latest pants-shitting story in three words or three short phrases. Poo haiku. Well, isn't a haiku like uh, 575? I don't know. I have to rethink that one. All right. Um, why the hell were we at the dock? Okay. So as I've described to you before, uh, he has he walks like if a penguin and Frankenstein had a baby and he is the baby known as Penguinstein. He uh it's that's the best way I can describe his mobility. He uh is quite tippy, the balance is an issue. He has tingling in his hands, goes up his arms, legs, in his feet, works its way up to the middle of his thigh. 
So something's going on, and it hasn't been diagnosed. Upon moving in with us here after the passing of my other brother-in-law, David, these two live together. Uh, um, you know, it's like buying an old junky car, and then you want to fix it up. That's, a, that's what's been going on here. So, uh, you know, he starts uh, uh, every, he's been going to a lot of doctors and uh, he, it, against his will in a lot of these cases. But over time, I've been able to wear him down uh, and try to get him out of the thinking that you don't, because he had for the longest time, I'm not going to go see a doctor. Fuck it. I don't want to, I don't want to see a doctor. I don't want to see, he's one of those people. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know, but your sister, uh, uh, I'm always like, it's good cop, bad cop. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but Kevy, you know, your sister's going to kick your ass. And I'm just here to tell you, it's not going to be pretty. She's, uh, she wants you to take care of yourself more. And uh, so it's my job to get you to the dock and make these appointments. Oh, okay. He's grumbling the whole time. Well, he's finally come around to um, this and he's, it was very receptive to what I'm about to tell you is going to happen to him. So we're trying, we've been trying to get to the bottom of why uh, he, he has these, um, this, these issues, you know, it's like a, uh, neurological nerve mobility problem. So the other day I told you, we went and got a, uh, some imaging done of his neck because this one doc says, I think you've got a, some type of problem with your spinal cord. And boy, was he right because they sat down with us yesterday and they're showing us his neck. And um, w- without getting too lost in the details, uh, my spine and your spine goes through this opening that are, uh, you know, all those little vertebrae make up uh, the column, you know, and the spine, the spinal cord goes through it. And surrounding the spinal cord is um, cerebrospinal fluid. And it serves as a cushion. And the spinal cord is is hanging free. You know, there's space between the inside walls of those of uh, each individual vertebrae and those discs. The the uh, you know the in between the vertebrae and uh, and and that all serves uh, the body well because if there's pressure or if the inside of those uh, uh, vertebrae are touching the spinal cord, well, you could have problems. So this is how you and I work. So they're looking and they're showing us an image of his spine. And if you're looking, we're look, looking down at his head, you know, actually looking at that view. That's the view that they have a, an image of that we're looking at. And so like C1 looks good. C2 looks good. C3 looks not as good, but still good. C4 is the problem. Okay. C4 and C5, 6, and 7. But C4 and C7, cervical spine area, are the worst. And, and his spine. He has some type of degenerative issue that's making it so that vert- those vertebrae, instead of like, uh, you know, it being like this, I know it looks like I'm putting a dick in a vagina, uh, where it's supposed to be like uh, free floating. His is super tight around the spinal cord, uh, providing uh, no uh, room for cushion, no, f- uh, no flow of the spinal fluid. So that's a problem. So they go, so uh, what we have here, NFK, is a slow burn. Over time, this has uh, made you less and less mobile, and it will continue to cause you problems. 
And eventually you will lose strength. You haven't lost strength yet. They did some tests on them. You haven't lost strength yet, but eventually you will as more and more pressure is applied to the spinal cord. Over time, you'll lose continence. You'll poop your pants. You'll pee your pants. You'll die terribly. Awful. They didn't say that, but they're suggesting it. Um, or, or even this. Since um, the spinal cord has no room for cushion, if you fall, you are very likely to sustain an injury to the spinal cord. And since it's so high up, you will be a quadriplegic. So this is how serious this is. And I'm like, fuck, Jesus, I had no idea. Okay. They go, fortunately, there is a very common surgery that we do for people that you need to have done. And he was all about it. So we have, we have leaned on this guy enough that he's like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, shit, yeah, motherfucking shit, fuck, yeah, bring on the surgery. And uh, so he's, you know, and, and by the way, this uh, conversation starts, the nurse sits down. And um, the nurse usually has really no idea what the fuck is going on. So it's their job to figure shit out. Like, they kind of know why we're there. And the nurse says, so I understand you're feeling pain. Now, he's not. So this is the wrong thing to say to him because that's confusion. That leads to confusion. And then that's going to lead to this moment. I ain't feeling any pain. A shit fuck. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm here. And he looks at me and it's like, no, he does know why he's there. But he, he looks at me because he's relying on me to explain it to these people. And I go, um, no, no. Um, what, what you have here? And I explain the issue. Oh, okay. And then for some reason, this fucking guy says it again. And he goes, okay, I'm writing down pain. And Kevin and I both now go, no, there is no pain. No one is in pain. And he, and I'm like, well, we just told you. So this is like really annoying. All right. Um, physician's assistant comes in, explains to Kevin what I just explained to you. And he's like, holy shit. So this is serious. And then, so they describe the surgery. So what they do here. And uh, it is through the back of the neck, they open you up and there's a lot of muscles in the back of the neck. And it's just a, it's pretty involved here. This is serious shit. But the good news is this is fairly routine. They need to make more room. Okay. And I forget what this surgery is called, laminectomy or something like that. Um, so each of those vertebrae, okay, that are surrounding the spinal cord. Um, one side of them, they're going to cut all the way through. So C4 to C7, they're going to cut a, uh, an opening. All right. So, uh, all those vertebrae, C4, C5, C6, C6, and C7, they're going to cut a, uh, an opening vertically top to bottom. And then on the opposite side, they're going to cut, they're, they're going to score it. And they're not going to cut through. They're just going to score it. And then I swear to God, the doctor will grab each one of those vertebrae and open it up like, I don't know, a centimeter. So there's space now where that cut all the way through it was. Okay. They actually, it's a hinge method on the vertebrae. They've created a hinge because they scored the other side and the other side is cut all the way through. They just, they just open it up. And that creates more room. It's that simple. And then they, uh, uh, the side that they cut through, they just plate it with uh, a, a plate and some uh, uh, titanium screws or whatever the fuck. And then that's it. Instantly cured. No more pressure. That's it. Good to go. 
uh, two or three days in the hospital, a lot of pain, a lot of pain medicine. And then they said, what this does, this will eliminate the risk. Because that's why he's been slowly losing mobility, you know, and, and feeling in his hands because those parts of the spine are, are, are um, impeded by the pressure. They go, yeah, you know, um, you will alleviate the uh, uh, potential for more things occurring as you get older. You're only 60, you know. You shouldn't be having these mobility problems. Um, this will alleviate that, and then it will um, uh, possibly your body will come back because, you know, it's the body can recover. So over time with some rehab, we might be able to get this guy, you know, moving a little bit more uh, um fluidly i guess with less problems so i'm like stoked about this I and mean, he's fired up i'm like oh my god this is so great he goes kevin it's gonna be no problem uh, uh and then he did go into detail about how covid because too many of you dumb shit patriots uh haven't gotten vaccinated you're you feel i mean he literally said he goes yeah um the covid assholes he didn't say that i'm just saying that no he goes the hospitals are so full with covid patients that uh, any elective surgery we have to put up. So thanks to you, dumb shits, uh, you're keeping my brother-in-law from getting his surgery done in a timely manner. We have to wait a couple of months until this wave is really behind us. So thanks for that, you dumb assholes. Uh, we'll just wait. You know, no big deal. You just go ahead and be an anti-vaxxer and uh, wave your don't tread on me flags and uh, put your truck nuts on your car and be a stupid shit, and we'll just sit here and wait for you to get it out of your system. So after this batch either dies off or recovers, we'll be able to go get the surgery. So thank you for that. All right. So then I'm thinking the idea of paralysis is very real. If he takes a fall, we have been rolling the dice for this poor guy for the past uh, one year and three months. Him living here, he's been going up the stairs, down the stairs to his bedroom. And again, he doesn't walk well. It's very, and in fact, you can hear him coming down the steps. I'm like, oh, shit. So right away, first thing I think is, all right, um, I'm moving you down to the main floor of the house. We have an extra room down there. I go, your bedroom is no longer upstairs. It's downstairs. And he goes, really? I go, yeah. I go, I don't, I, it, anytime you're going up and down the stairs, that's a huge risk. And uh, if you hurt yourself and get paralyzed, we're going to take you to the hospital. And uh, while we wait for all the dumb shit COVID patients to get out of there, we'll take you in there to get you. We, we can't have that. So um, we come in the house. He destroys the bathroom. We fill Diana in and all this. He goes, assumes a position, starts watching TV. And I immediately clear out this room where he's going to be and uh, go upstairs get the bed, uh, end table, all this shit. He doesn't have a lot of stuff in his room, and I set up his room. And so this is about an hour and a half after we've been home. So then I go walk in, and I go, hey, uh, you're all set? He goes, what do you mean? I go, your room is is done. You can you know, you know can sleep down on the main level tonight. He goes, what? You did that already? I go, well, yeah, I don't want you even having any uh, any risk. Uh, we, we minimize your risk by you walking on the main floor as opposed to trips up and down the steps. And he, this is so cute. He, he gets up and he walks over to the doorway of the room. 
and he sees his little room. He's got his bed and his his his, his uh on his his little nightstand. He's got the he has to have the ashes of his beloved brother David next to him. His picture of his mom and dad. His little clock. His little water bottle. His thing of medicine. There's not much in there. Fucking starts crying, and I'm like, oh my god. I go, come on. And he he hugs me. He goes, I love you so much. I go, I love you too, of course. I go, we, we got to have you safe, buddy. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, I give you tons of shit because you, you uh, do a poo haiku in the bathroom, which I still don't know what that is. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, it's all good. So, all right. The NFK is in business. Um, we, are, uh, we are off and running. Corey says, was the room nasty? No, no, there's not, not much to it. Uh, everything is good. So, all right. Everything is uh, now in order. Uh, today, I should get a phone call from the surgeon. And uh, we'll be scheduling that thing. And uh, I'll keep you posted. All right. As you know, this show, you can get it on YouTube and Twitch as of right now. I've got a handful of days till I'm back uh, back on Facebook, uh, getting out of Facebook jail. You need to know that YouTube is brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell notification. I will still be utilizing all of these uh, social media sites once we put the show on Twitch. So still follow me on YouTube as well as Twitch at Eric. I'm sorry, as well as Twitter at Eric Zancho on Twitter brought to you by blue frost it. And then Facebook at, uh, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Sorry. Brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Okay. I've got an email. If you ever want to correspond the old school way, Eric at Eric Zane That is uh, brought to you by shoreliners striping stripe. The parking lot with shoreliners striping, shorelinerstriping.com in fact send an email for tomorrow's show we have dear meathead with my 87 year old father send in questions for dear meathead which i have a story about dad i got a phone call from dad i'll uh, get into that in just a little bit and oh boy um And I, uh, I don't want to even get into it. I'll spoil it. If you like this podcast and you want more options to listen to, I post a lot of material on my Patreon. 15 hours a week, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I suggest trying it out. Just telling you to commit to it. I've got to, I got to give you an out. So this is all I recommend you do. If you can part with five bucks, five bucks, you can find out if you like this show or not. My Patreon bonus podcast, my Insane Asylum show, the Lost Zane recording, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia, and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. That's all in one week. The Patreon bonus happens every day after this podcast. If you can... Oops. I think I just hit a button on the, hold on a second here. This is terribly embarrassing.
Damn it. Hold on. I've got this um, processor at my feet. You're like, wait, what just happened? What happened to the microphone? (laughs) And, uh, oh, God, I hit it with my foot, and it made everything go kablooey, and I caught it in my headphones the second I started talking. I'm like, wait, what just happened there? Damn it. If you can part with five bucks, send it my way, and try out the Patreon. I suggest putting me on kind of like a probation. If it sucks, cancel it. You get the rest of that month. I mean, whatever. Uh, But if you like it, you've got a a new show to listen to. You can either let it ride each month for five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month if you want the video or uh, convert it to a yearly pay all at once and I will save you 10%. Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane is all one word. All right. Melinda writes, I have a follow-up on last week's Dear Meathead. I don't want to confuse him. I'll send it and see if it passes the test of Eric. Yeah, uh, if you read, if I read it and I'm like, I can I can probably take this and finagle it in a certain way, don't worry. I usually like to uh, protect him to make sure that uh, he's not confused on the question. So if you ever send one that's wordy, I'll just rewrite it. So no big deal. There you go. We definitely can accommodate you, Melinda. Okay. The opening and live stream of this show brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Online at bluefrostit.com. Ranked number one for all things tech-related in West Michigan. Voted on by their peers. Imagine that. These nerds get together. Everybody has to vote for another company. You can't vote for yourself. Blue Frost IT won it this year. Incredible. What a string of success. If you need information about how they can help you in your small or medium-sized business, 616-285-50, bluefrostit.com. Or you can send them an email, info at bluefrostit.com. Could be uh, managed IT service provider work, which means, like, for example, what that is is if uh, your tech goes south and they're already, um, uh, if you're already a customer of theirs, you just call up or reach out, email, whatever, and say, Alan, this thing's not working. He logs in remotely, fixes your problem, or he shows up at your place. He's boots on the ground. It's your own tech department for your business. If you've got project work, maybe you're redoing all your entire, all your computers, printers, routers, whatever it is, monitors, uh, bang on the door of Blue Frost IT. They can tell you exactly what you need for your business and help you with that purchase and setting it up. Maybe you need infrastructure like the uh, uh, wiring in your business needs to be updated. You're moving the business, new construction. They do all this stuff. That's project work with Blue Frost IT. We got another gun school coming up. Prince Arming wants to uh, get you certified so that you can carry your pistol concealed. Retired U.S. Army Major Steve Prince has been teaching people in West Michigan to do this exact thing. The next uh, class is happening at a place called Groff Shop Hardware. Is that what it is? G-R-A-A-F-S-C-H-A-P Hardware. So I guess if you're around that place, wherever the hell that is, uh, that's where the class is going to take place. 
he does a, a lot of these uh, ones on location. This is an example of that. It uh, is a Tuesday, Thursday class, October 12th and the 14th. So if you're anywhere in that area, you sign up uh, uh, Tuesday and Thursday as a class in the evening after you get off from work, three, four hours a pop. When you're done, you got your certification, you take it to your county, and then you say, here you go, I passed the class, and you get your damn pistol license. Class is 125 bucks. You can go to at uh, PrinceArming on Facebook or PrinceArming.com for more information. All right. I'm kind of surprised the story didn't get more uh, more uh, publicity. It is uh, Urban Meyer and um, this horrible moment. It's just really gross. This fucking idiot. This scene where the chick is grinding on him. The thing about that is, if you look closely, his right hand is reaching under, diddling her fun parts. Okay? That's exact. You can't really see it because of the way she's positioned. But that's what's happening. And look at all these dudes. They're the, no one's looking at him. They're just letting it go. And then someone's shooting the video of Urban Meyer. And then the video goes public. This all happened when Shelly Meyer, his wife, uh, she, she put a tweet out that said, yeah, my hubby's going out for a well-deserved break. Uh, just going to go hang out. I mean, she actually tweeted this out. She's very active on social media. And then she wrote, while I sit here and uh, give the grandkids a bath. And there's little grandkids are sitting there. And she actually tweeted this all out. And so this guy goes out, gets shit-faced. And what starts with, at least for his sake, he better hope he was shit-faced. Because if he wasn't, holy fuck. Um, You know. And then people show up and they start like, hey, you know, go ahead and uh, taking pictures with Urban Meyer. Let's have a good time. Get a picture taken with a famous guy. This all happened because he was back in Ohio where he made a, uh, he was very successful as a coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. He goes out wearing Ohio State gear. So everybody's getting their picture taken with him. I don't know if anybody was with Urban himself, but this piece of shit goes out and uh, has this chick grinding on him. Now, look, let's be honest here. If you're shit-faced, even if you're not, and some young chick comes grinding on you, you've got a, a, very, a very small window of time before you look suspect. He blew right past that, okay? If she does that and he's like, whoa, 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 come on now, and looks concerned and then says, I'm leaving, and then that's seen on camera, that's good. That makes Mrs. Meyer happy. Once you're past that window, though, uh, you're, you're, you're screwed. It could be, uh, I mean, I don't know what the window is exactly. I mean, you, you know it if you're faced with it. I mean, if, if some chick comes up and starts grinding on you, you've got maybe half a second where you go, excuse me, uh, no, no, get, o- get off of me. I, I don't want you rubbing your vagina on my leg. Uh, he clearly enjoyed it. And he was diddling her undercarriage from what I saw. Now, I, again, it's only by based on what I can see. And uh, I would say that that right hand is absolutely having a diddle fest. 
Uh, Terry says, are we sure his hand isn't on the stool blocking the chick from grinding directly on his pecker? No, we aren't. We are not. We are not sure. I am only going on uh, a guy, how a guy would handle this instinctively. Hot young chick on a, on a 57-year-old man grinding her vagina and asshole on him. I'm guessing he's not going to be uh, trying to uh, do the block move. He's probably having a diddle fest. Um, so, all right. Chris says she wasn't feeling well. He's just checking her temp. So, you know, I, I wish we could get... Um, I wish we could, uh, I wish we could get a, um, thank you, Nick. I guess there was video to that and it was blocking my, uh, blocking my, uh, voice. I apologize for that on the, uh, on the live stream. I wish we could get a, uh, a comment from the chick and the guy who shot the video, you know, um, uh, uh, get, get a little bit more to it. All right. So the herb now has um has a step forward and he is apologizing jaguars coach urban meyer said monday he apologized to his team his family and owner shad khan after the viral video surfaced over the weekend that showed a young woman dancing close to his lap see that's inaccurate it should say as a young woman ground her asshole and vagina on his leg as his right hand massaged her vaginal asshole region at his restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. I did not know that this was his restaurant. So does it, it say right on, is it like a picture of Urban? And it's called the, the Diddles with Urban. He apologized in a team meeting on Monday and also said multiple times, it was stupid to put himself in such a compromising position last Friday, one day after the Jaguars' 24-21 loss at Cincinnati. Now, here's how you know if you're Urban Meyer's wife that you are uh, secondary on his mind. Okay? The story should start with uh, Urban Meyer is stepping down as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars and checking himself into rehab after he says he's an alcoholic and, a, and, uh, and was completely showing no discretion whatsoever. And he wants to make amends with his wife, Mrs. Urban Meyer. This no doubt has happened before she's been down this road. She's probably one of those wives like, Oh, urban, there you go again, diddling some young chick. Would you come home? I can help me with the grandkids in the bath. You asshole. I just apologize to the team and the staff for being a distraction. Meyer said, just stupid. And so I explained everything that happened and I owned it. Just stupid. Should not have put myself in that kind of position, he says. Yeah, I'm shocked he doesn't, doesn't open with the wife. He opens with the team? Seriously? Meyer did not fly back to Jacksonville with the team last Thursday night. Instead, went went to Columbus to visit with his grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, you did. Meyer said he and family members went to his restaurant, Urban Meyer's Pint House. It should be Urban Meyer's Pussy House. 
on Friday night and people at a near, well, he and family members who, I know he didn't go with Mrs. Meyer uh, and people at a nearby event asked to take photos with him. Meyer said he should have left when people tried to get him to dance with them. There was a big group next to our restaurant and they wanted me to come over and take pictures. And I did. Meyer said they were trying to pull me out onto the dance floor. Screw it around. I should have left. Meyer said his family was understandably upset after the nine second video showing Meyer sitting at the bar in Ohio state in an Ohio state pullover while the young woman danced close to his lap She's not dancing next to his lap. She's rubbing her vagina and asshole on his leg. Uh, After that was posted on social media on Saturday night and quickly went viral. Can you imagine how much Diana would kick my ass? I mean, if I showed up at TC Paintball, okay, and then Rick started grinding his dick uh, against me, Diana would be so pissed off. Uh, roughly after uh, an hour after Myers news news conference Monday, another woman emerged on social media that appeared to show Meyer touching a woman's bottom while he was sitting at the bar. Uh, the woman appeared to be wearing the same clothes, jeans, and a white top. Okay, so it's the same chick. Now I didn't know about that. So yesterday, after the news conference, another video emerged of him touching the chick's ass. So he apologizes, and then whoever shot the video said, well, I got another one in the chamber. Here you go, world. Take this. Meyer said his players and owner Shad Khan were receptive to his apology. Yeah, that's because he's only four games into his tenure. They're already probably sick of him because he sucks shit at coaching football. In the pros, that is. Uh, so, yeah, they were receptive to your apology, but then the second video emerged. Oh, boy, that, I'm just learning about that right now after reading that paragraph. Quote, I've always been so defensive of them, the players, Myers said. I remember when Trevor Lawrence told me he was going to go to Vegas for his bachelor party. I was like, oh, come on, man. Be careful. Surround yourself because I've seen bad things happen. The team, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one-on-one, spoke to all the players. They're good. They're focused on Tennessee. I apologize again for being a distraction. A coach should not be a distraction. Yeah, do you think any one of them said, yeah, hey, coach, uh, what about Mrs. Meyer? Have you thought about that? Do you you think any of them actually questioned him in in that regard? Yeah, coach, uh, whatever. I don't give a shit. But uh, you realize there's a a Mrs. Meyer here. Uh, Meyer's in his first year with the Jaguars and leading Florida, blah, 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 blah. So it doesn't really talk anything about uh, Mrs. Meyer. I can only, I guess he's just kind of keeping that close to the vest, but that is, this is ugly. Holy shit. I, I, I love the fact that uh, Chris writes, pop, pop, your hand smells funny. Um, man. Dean said, 
Of course he's going to write this. Dean is such a sick fuck. You degenerate asshole. This is why you're single. I don't blame him. She was hot as hell. You are such a piece of shit. You realize that, don't you? My God. Boomer Bob says he should change the name of the restaurant to Diddles and Vittles. Melinda says at least he's owning up to it, but still, yeah, not really. I don't think he's really owning up to it. He's just, all he said was, yeah, some people were trying to pull me on the dance floor and I should have left when she got a little close. Dude, come on. This is not dancing a little. This is not dancing close. You are rubbing her vagina. Ugh, God, this is gross. So, all right, that's uh, that's the latest with uh, with Urban Meyer. What a piece of shit. Jags are 0-4, Urban Meyer 0-5. Uh, Corey says all the players cared about that they probably went, hey, man, uh, just don't get filmed the next time. Yeah. And then, but the guy, the person who's releasing the, uh, the video though, how spectacular is that? Holy crap. Okay. Speaking of gross, this guy's uh, on the hot seat, Robin Thicke. This is the guy with that, uh, uh, it was about, uh, 2013. Remember the song blurred lines, super popular, catchy as hell's uh, song. Now, I had heard that uh, Robin Thicke, who is the son of the late uh, 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 Alan. Is that his name? Alan Thicke? He was on, um, what show was he on? Growing Pains? Secret of My Success? Alan Thicke. Canadian. I knew he played uh, uh, hockey. Played Jason Seaver. On growing pains. His son is Robin. Uh, he's a drunk. And uh, he made the uh, a video for the, uh, for the song Blurred Lines. And he had uh, multi-talented star Emily Ratajkowski was in the video. She just came out with a book. And uh, she's pissed off, so this guy's on the hot seat. And you know, I don't, I don't want to. Uh, a lot of times when people, um, when when stories like this come out, people are like, yeah, why didn't you say anything at the time? I don't think that's acceptable. I really don't. There's a lot of reasons why a person, especially in showbiz, might not want to go down that road a tricky ass business and if you suddenly uh um uh, make a you know accuse somebody of something and they did it and then uh, uh all hell roll breaks loose uh there's so many idiotic people that are in that industry it may uh, uh keep you from progressing through your career and i know that that sounds insane but that's one million percent true especially for women Radikowski 
is uh, making the video. And at one point in the video, I think her uh, her top has to be off for some reason, which is just weird to me. The fact that they're shooting the video and she's walking around topless. And then so for whatever reason that's happening, and I don't know if they would, I did, I haven't seen the video. I can only guess that they blur it out of the video. Maybe that has something to do with the song. Bl- get it blurred lines. So I, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, so she would have to shoot it topless, I guess. But uh, anyway, she's on the set and there's a director there. There's people working to get, all right, camera, lights, camera. All right, move this here. Uh, 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 Robin, you're going to you're going to dance. You're going to uh, lip sync the song. We're going to shoot this video. All of a sudden they're taking a break and she's standing there with her shirt off and, and a couple of hands come up and grab her titties. And she's like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Uh, This is an excerpt from her book, which is out in November, called My Body. Now, you know, if someone's titling the book My Body, she's pissed. All right. She alleges this, that this happened. I have no reason to think she's lying. I believe her 100% because he kind of seems like a douchebag. Uh, Two other naked, near-naked models... Uh, are in that video with Thick, Pharrell, Pharrell Williams, and T.I. Um, she's 30 now, so uh, she was about 22 then. And uh, Thick uh, touched the, the boobies from behind. Suddenly, out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hands. I keep picturing uh, sick fuck Dean in this story. Cupping my bare breasts from behind, she writes. I instinctively moved away, looking back. So she's like, what What the fuck? What are you doing? He smiled a goofy grin and stumbled backward. His eyes concealed behind his sunglasses. My head turned to the darkness beyond the set. The director, Diane uh, Martell's voice cracked as she yelled out, Are you okay? Though the moment... Uh, made her feel, quote, naked for the first time that day. The Gone Girl star was desperate to minimize the situation. She reasoned that Thick, who has spoken about his past abuse of drugs and alcohol, was a little drunk and didn't seem to be enjoying himself in the same way on the set. So she's like, I guess, so Radikowski's making excuses for him. So that's kind of weird. I pushed my chin forward and shrugged, avoiding eye contact, feeling the heat of humiliation pump through my body, she writes. I didn't react. Not really. Not like I should have. So she's like kicking herself that she didn't like bury her foot right in the guy's uh, dick and balls. Diane Martell, who directed the video, corroborated Radikowski's account, telling the New York Times, I remember the moment that he grabbed her breast, one in each hand. He was standing behind her as they were both in profile. What a douche. Martell said she responded to the alleged assault by shouting at Thick, who she claims was drinking, adding, I don't think he should have done this. I don't think he would have done this had he been sober. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's crazy because I feel bad because Radikowski right away almost like covers for him. Years later, she feels bad and is more uh, uh, espousing about it and and is pissed off. 
And Martel says, oh, yeah, I wouldn't, he wouldn't. So yells at him, but at the same time says, if he had been sober, he wouldn't have done that. That's bullshit. Still a crime. I screamed in my, in very, in my very aggressive Brooklyn voice, what the fuck are you doing? That's it. The shoot is over. Eric. She told the uh, uh, newspaper, adding that she had taken measures to make women feel comfortable on the set. Robin sheepishly apologized. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I, I tried that sh- this shit when I'm drunk. Urban Meyer's like, well, Robin Thicke does it. Why the fuck can't I? Uh, Martel says as if he knew it was wrong without understanding how it might have felt for Emily. My God. According to Martel, Thicke's record company was told the shoot would be halted, though a very professional Radikowski assured her that we could go on. We kept on, and Emily was phenomenal. Martel told the uh, publication she's really the star of the video. She's fully mocking him and the male gaze with her beautiful shape and ferocious energy. I don't know. I think she should have kicked him in the balls. She's playful, not seductive, and quite hilarious. I don't know. Uh, in her book, Radikowski says she didn't dwell on the alleged incident until she realized that Thick who is now a judge on The Masked Singer, had blocked her on Instagram. So she's like, what the fuck? Uh, With that one gesture, Robin Thicke had reminded everyone on set that we women weren't actually in charge. Uh, She says of her experience, I didn't have any real power as the naked girl dancing around in his music video. I was nothing more than the hired mannequin. Thick has yet to uh, publicly respond to Radikowski's allegations. Yahoo has reached out to his representatives for comment and will update with their response. Pro- I don't know. This one isn't that. This story has been going around for about, I don't know, 30 hours or so. It doesn't seem to be t- uh, digging in. It doesn't seem to have the traction for some reason, which is weird because it's kind of hit or miss. It's like you uh, roll the dice on these stories hoping because she obviously uh, wants him to get his ass kicked. Now she's pissed off now. And uh, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not one of these people that says, well, you weren't pissed off. Then you can't be pissed off now. Ah, bullshit. You know, uh, that's, that's the game you play when you, uh, when you act like an asshole. So, you know, whatever uh, that I'm guessing on that show, The Masked Singer, which is a weird-ass show, not interested in that show whatsoever, uh, they would have to respond. Whoever uh, produces that show, whatever network that's on, um, you would think that in this day and age, if someone says, yeah, this guy grabbed my titties and got away with it, that something uh, something bad would ultimately happen. You see, this is what I'm talking about. You can't be all on one side or all on the other on cancel culture. It's a case-by-case thing. Because too many of you say, oh, no, 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 no. We need to say no to cancel culture. Bullshit. No. There are some times when you have to cancel people. This fucking drunk piece of shit should be canceled. He didn't pay anything for this thing. Who gives a fuck if it's many years later? She finally got up the courage to say something. Tough shit. Deal with it. You got away scot-free initially. This is this is this is great. Cancel his fucking ass. So uh I don't I don't buy any of that uh 
um, you know, a picking and uh, saying all in. Either you can or you can't cancel. There's a lot of people saying that everybody should be canceled. I don't think everybody should be canceled. Uh, for example, the dude who, uh, who was it? The guy, um, uh, uh, Mike Richards, who was supposed to be on Jeopardy? He shouldn't have been canceled. Uh, nobody knows who the fuck he is. He shouldn't have been on Jeopardy in the first place. But this guy lost his job, all sorts of shit, because he made some jokes on a podcast. He didn't grab anybody's titties. That guy should not be canceled. He was canceled. Robin Thicke has, was not canceled. He should be canceled. You see how that works? You got you to gotta discern. You have to uh, look at each individual thing and make a decision. Should this person be canceled or not? If any one of you morons that are paying attention to this show thinks that that guy should not be canceled, you're a fucking idiot. All right. So there you go. I am uh, reaching out to the people that are enjoying the show on the live stream. You probably might want to just ignore the one person who's being super loud because they'll go away if you ignore them. You know how it is uh, on the live stream of this show. If somebody uh, is on there that's new and doesn't understand what's happening, they're probably going to take some pot shots. So just let it go. It's fine. Who cares? No big deal. We love everybody. All right. So that's what's up. That's my opinion on Robin Thicke. Um, okay. I'm going to get to the story about my dad uh, yesterday. This was fantastic. I have audio from the creep off. I have audio from Dino and friends, but you know what else I have? A full bladder. A big, big, gross, full bladder that is causing me all sorts of dif- uh, discomfort. So you're going to hang right there with me, and then I will... uh, Oh, you know what? I need to do this. Uh, Back in a minute. Going tinkle. Okay. Hold right there. And I will be right back. Perfect. Anybody been following the story about the um, oil spill in Southern California off uh, off the coastline there? Does anybody else think that, um, but we should really uh, get oil rigs out of the ocean. The idea of uh, uh, transporting oil through the ocean to me via pipeline. I mean, uh, do we really have to have that? Why can't we just get the oil out of areas like, you know, when you're on land? Somebody came up with a bright idea of, hey, there's tons of oil reserves through the bottom of the ocean. And they're like, okay, well, uh, let's let's think about this. Tons of money to be made, but in the event of uh, something bad happening, like the breakage of a pipeline, there's really no safety valve. It's, uh, d- it could be a desperately terrible situation. Now, how many times has this happened? You remember the, uh, uh, what was it? The uh, Deepwater Horizon? Oh, my God. That thing exploded and burned, and uh, the pipeline was, uh, the, it was spewing oil out for, like, so many weeks. 
I cannot believe uh, it, it ever recovered. And I don't even know if it has. I think there's still problems in that uh, 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 part of the ocean. I think that was the Gulf of Mexico where that one happened. Holy shit. This one, uh, apparently a, there's thinking that a boat anchor uh, ruptured the uh, line. And um, what amounts to, I think it's 140 some thousand gallons of oil, which uh, at 55 gallons a drum, I think that's just over 2,000 barrels of oil. In in the grand scheme of things, that's not uh, that's not a lot compared to like the Deepwater Horizon, which was incredible. It's like the whole ocean was filled with oil. But fuck, man, there's got to be a better way. Do we? Uh, is is I mean, I would gladly take a little, a few. Uh, 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 sense higher at the pump knowing that there's uh there's there's no risk of uh you know the oceans being destroyed i don't want to see fucking images of a, a a seabird trying to eat a fish dipped in oil you know some little penguin like ah oh, fuck help me and then ah oh, it's just terrible fucking horrible in michigan here we've got a pipeline going from the up to the lower peninsula through the Straits of Mackinac. There's a, there's a big ass line. I don't know, man. Um, do we have to have that? Why, why don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that, that whole practice I mean, oil and water don't mix for God's sake. I'm not saying for sure. I'm just saying, is there any way we can look at it that perhaps there's a better way? Jesus. All right. I've got merch, ericsaintshow.com. Click on merch and uh, uh, hunt away. You've got hoodies. you got long sleeve, short sleeve, multiple sizes, multiple colors, different t-shirt designs, all there at ericsaintshow.com. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage uh, wants to help you get a mortgage. You know, it's a hell of a lot better than paying rent. Uh, reach out to Mario at 231-332-6505. Uh, they can help you no matter what state you're in, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. 231-332-6505. Call today. Okay. Uh, Frank Fuss, the independent insurance agent from My Policy Shop Insurance, invites you to reach out to him. Now, okay, there is a lot that uh, there is to uh, process here. First of all, it's important to point out that when you call upon Frank... This doesn't cost you anything. When it comes to getting Medicare or insurance on the um, uh, with through Obamacare, healthcare.gov.gov, um, that can be tricky. I've I've had to deal with that myself, and I did it wrong. If you call upon Frank the Tank Fuss, who by the way I just saw a picture of him, I think it was something on Facebook where he's got a short sleeve uh, shirt. The dude's arms are just. Holy shit. I think he was actually flexing in the picture to show him off. But I'm like, my God, are you on steroids or something? Holy shit. Uh, reach out to Frank today and he can help you with anything insurance-wise. Could be Medicare. Could be buying insurance in the marketplace. And this is all a free service. 616-914-4070. Could be dental insurance, health insurance, life insurance, car insurance, renter's insurance. He helps you with it all. MyPolicyShop.com, 616-914-4070. If you really want to help him out, you can go to this website, 
buyinsurancehere.com. That's something he set up for you. And fill out the form. That gives him kind of like a head start as to uh, uh, what you need when he calls you up. Okay, 616-914-4070 or buyinsurancehere.com. Um, even if you're like, well, I don't even know if I need his help, call him anyway, okay? Or reach out to him anyway. It's super important that listeners of this show know that he's there and engage him because the more that do, the more money he spends with your old pal, Eric Zane. Yesterday, after I finished up my day of taking the NFK to the dock, I get a phone call. It's my dad. And I'm like, you know, I, uh, I really try to avoid putting his calls to voicemail. Like, you know, first of all, he probably just wants to talk. Uh, what if there's an emergency? You know, I always pick it up. So I'm, in the, I'm, I'm like eating dinner. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I put the fork down. Hello. Eric. Yes, dad. I have uh, I have a proposition for you. Okay. Now, we're going up north this weekend. In fact, I'm leaving Thursday. I won't be podcasting Friday. Um, you know that stump behind the trailer? Now, in this piece of property that is Fear Bunker North, this old-ass trailer that a lot of you are well aware of, is this old stump that's been there forever. My dad cut this tree down forever ago and this kind of stump is just like rotting away it's no big deal it's not like anything nice this is not pristine property it's all uneven and there's boulders everywhere and whatever who gives a shit you know and uh for some reason and i think this is just the way his brain works my dad cannot stand feeling like I don't want to say useless, but he sometimes has to be busy. He has to be doing something. And him and I are exactly the same. I'm very similar to him. And this, I have to be like, while everybody's sitting around the fire, I'm always picking up sticks and putzing around and doing shit. And he's like, I can't sit still. I need something to do. Now, my dad can't be like working with power tools. Okay. That's a big no-no. Because you know he's losing limbs. He uh, the most re- when he put his hand through that table saw. You remember that his fingers went flying. Oh my god! You know he was working with that one saw and he fell out of the tree uh, a year and a half before that and broke his back. You know it's like so. It's a fine line. Either you know he doesn't do anything, or he goes stir crazy because he can't do anything. Either he's safe or he's a little less. Safe. You know it's just. And so, you know, do you take everything away from him or do you help him feel like a man to some degree? He feels like as he is losing his mind, and he is through his dementia, he's well aware of that. And he gets pissed off. He said to me one time, I get pissed off when people think I can't do anything. Calls me up. I want to remove that stump on your property. And he has to ask. Obviously, it's my property. And I go, well... I don't, I don't care about it. It's not bugging me. I want to remove the stump. Well, how do you do that? I go, uh, you know, we got to dig around. He goes, nope, no, I'm going to cut it out. So he's going to use a saw. I go, well, I don't want you using power tools. Pause. 
It's no big deal. It's a reciproca. Uh, I forget what it's called. Reciprocating reciprocal saw. Sometimes I guess it's known as a, as a sawzall. Is that right? Some of you guys that work with this. I don't, I don't do shit. So I have no idea. I to bring my reciprocating saw. I'll cut the roots. We'll pull it out with the truck. It'll be all good. I'm like, uh, no, no, I, um, I don't, I don't want to do that. Silence. Why? I don't want you using power tools. More silence. I'm breaking his heart. I'm crushing his soul. And I know it. Okay, goodbye. He hangs up. I'm like, oh man. He's pissed. He feels bad. It's, uh, it's that same thing about, uh, you know, he feels worthless. It's like, fuck. And Dinah's sitting next to me. I go, I, I mean, I can't. I don't want him to hurt himself. And then I'm like, well, this all happens in my brain. Well, I'll, I'll be there too. And I'll just really, really take care of him. I'll be with him. We can do it together. I don't give a shit about this stupid stump, but if it's going to make him feel better, fuck it. Call him right back. Dad. Uh, hello, Dad. I rethought it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we can do that. Oh, good. He was so excited. Oh, my God. So now when we go up north, uh, we found something to do. I guess we're pulling a stump out. This will be ridiculous. I can tell you this is going to involve... Uh, well, first of all, Mike's going to be there, so he's going to be shit-faced. In fact, I should bring him in here. It's been way too long since I got Charity Scam Mike involved in the show. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Hopefully he picks up. Sometimes he sleeps in. <sighs> Hello. Good morning. I'm podcasting. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody. Oh, yeah. Same here. So I was just telling the audience about a phone call I got from my dad. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So you know how um, you send me videos sometimes of him working around your yard? Mm-hmm. Why do you have him work around your yard? To make him feel like a man, right? Sure. It's that whole feeling of self-worth? Yeah. Okay. Cause he, you know, it, it bugs him. It, but he may, I mean, he knows it. And so yeah, he can't sit still. Yeah. Now I sometimes get freaked out when you send me those, like when he's using a chainsaw and shit, but <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Oh my God, Mike, can you at least, yeah. can you at least hang on to it with him? I mean, my God, <laughs> he's going to, th- he's going to leave it on and think it's a chicken wing and try to pick it up or something. <laughs> can't stop him, man. Can't stop him. Out of He's the blue, yeah. Uh, out of the blue, I got a phone call yesterday, and okay. uh, he goes, "Eric, you know that stump behind your trailer?" I go, y- "Yeah." He goes, uh, "Now it's been there forever. It's like rotting away, you know." Oh yeah, and I know he, the stump. Okay. He goes, "I when I come up there, I want to remove that stump." 
Oh yeah. So oh, he he's, really. he's hell bent on it. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about the stump. I go I go, well, I don't I don't, you know, you can just leave it. It's no big deal. And he's on a mission. He's not going to take no for an answer. No. I'm going to take it out. <laughs> so you got any plans on how he's going to do that? So yeah, he uh, he does and I I said to him Is there I go, dynamite involved? Uh, well, uh, not not quite, but I, I, I he says he's going to use that sawzaw and I go, "Well, dad, I don't I don't want you using power equipment." So that breaks his heart. He hangs up, and then I felt bad. So then I called him back, and I just said, all right, well, Mike and I will just supervise. So we're going <laughs> to – you, you got to bring your, your, your case of uh, Bud Light and uh, your cigarettes. My pack of smokes. Yeah, and then uh, we'll stand around him. And, and my we'll, cell phone to call 911. Yes, and you press get yep. it ready to go. And yep. then he, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, nine one one, and yep, ready to go. Yep. So then we gotta pull this stump out, and he is gonna ha- be so stoked. And then we gotta <laughs> we gotta uh, roll with the accolades. So it's like, oh my god, you are such a man. <laughs> you know, we gotta do all that shit. I'm I'm ready. Okay. All right, thanks for the prep work. I'm down. Uh, so I just wanted to let you know. But uh, he, okay. but you should have heard because when he he picked the phone back up after he because he almost like hung up on me when I told him no, he goes okay bye he like hung up he was so <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he started crying because I called him back and he picks it up and I said to him I go dad I yeah hey I rethought it I want you to take that stump out and he's like oh yeah okay oh, he was so happy man wagging his tail huh? <laughs> oh my god. So you should you, just blow it up. I don't want to blow it up. No, oh, it'll be so much more fun to blow it up. I know. No, I By the way, I was telling a story about Tom the racist, and uh, uh, <laughs> and and uh, I, I didn't share with him that he actually makes dynamite. That is something yes, I didn't know. He, he does. He makes dynamite, which I didn't naked, know. Naked, naked. So there's no static. So makes, there's no static. So he's in his house. <laughs> Building dynamite, which I didn't, I just thought you go and buy dynamite, but no, he makes so dynamite. Listen, your audience should know that he uses it for strictly entertainment purposes when he goes up north and he throws it in the woods and laughs all by himself. What he, an he, asshole. He'll do this himself. What a he lunatic. Loves it, he loves it that much. By the way, did you know that if you make dynamite, you have to be nude? I just said he's nude because of static. Well, yeah, I know it. I didn't. I didn't realize that that was a thing. I just saw. I'm like, well, why does he do it nude? And they go, well, yeah, it's to keep him from blowing himself up. Yeah, it's fucking insane. What an asshole. What an idiot. Oh god. Yeah. What an um, idiot. Still recovering from his one and only appearance on the podcast when he said racial slurs. Oh on, my oh. gosh, what were you thinking? Horrible. He's not a racist. He just has a mouth. Well, but that's a good name for him on your show, Tom the Racist. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay, I'll see you in a couple of days. All right, brother. All right, see you. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, what a family. My God. All right. Let's get into another edition of Dino and Friends, Dino and Bethany. Um, Bethany is, of course, I do the podcast with Ben, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Before Ben and I started working together, he did a little podcast with Bethany who worked at a radio station in town. She has 
ridiculous vocal fry. And uh, she got a radio gig at some radio station in upstate New York with uh, Dino and the Dino and Friends show, which it's not really Friends. It's just Bethany. So Dino and Bethany. And so uh, Joe Morin, Zaniac Joe Morin, has uh, taken it upon himself to every so often send me a minute or two of the show just so that we can kind of give it the old Jocktober treatment, which is going on right now, Jocktober, by the way. Um, And so here you go. This is the latest installment. This happened this morning. The show starts. Joe Morin holds his cell phone up to the speakers and records a minute or two of Dino and Friends. Pickle.833, we play everything. Okay, that's a horrible way to start. Pickle.833, it's the, the station is called Fickle. Fickle.933, it's a format, like, it's called Jack. They play everything, which is the stupidest format I've ever heard in my life. So, they'll play, like, uh, Billy Joel into, like, uh, Metallica whiskey in a jar into Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke, into the Ramones, Blitzkrieg, Bop. Ficklebody 3-3, we play everything. Happy Tuesday, Bethany. <laughs> Thanks, you too, Dino. <laughs> Dino and friends, and oh. we're talking Thanks. slight change. Thanks, you too, Dino. It's <laughs> a shower. After yesterday, I had enough showers, I believe. Uh, 66 for the high tonight, low 58, cloudy. Uh, tomorrow, partly sunny and uh, 71. And I see the trend is going that way towards the weekend. So Good. we'll take that. Eh? Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 What's crazy is her mic is more prominent than his. He either doesn't know how to work a mic because he's over here and he's right here, but it's, it's, uh, it's overpowering. Her, she is overpowering. You don't want her overpowering. She could go to Canada. I know. It's a pain in the butt. You can go. <laughs> it's well, just a lot. My wife doesn't have the uh, enhanced license. Oh. So. Wasn't there a rule that everyone had to get it? The enhanced license. Yeah. If they're to like uh, travel, she doesn't. Well, to travel, yeah. But yeah. we were. She forgets. She said every time I go when she. How did they stumble into this conversation? I'm already lost as to how they're at this point. All I know is he started this show by saying, here's the weather report. It's going to be radio. Let's go to Canada. Let's get an enhanced license. Dated her license or whatever, renewed it. I go, did you get it? Did you get the um, enhanced? Oh, I forgot. I'm like, you're the one yelling at me about going to Toronto. You want to go to Toronto? We haven't gone so long. But anyways... (laughs) That's my problem. Anywho. <laughs> happy Tuesday. What do we got going? What day is it today okay. here? Happy Tuesday. And uh, this is, he throws it to her. He often says, what are the days today? Uh, Bethany. Well, what it's uh, peanut butter and jelly day. National pancake day. It's just stupid shit. Fifth of October. Today is get funky day. Get funky. Funky. <laughs> National fruit at work day. I never bring fruit to work. Yeah. World teacher. She laughs. She, she does hot wings laugh talk. She laughs at times that there's there's nothing funny. It's this uncomfortable laugh thing. I don't know why people do that. Hot wings is the king of it, but she does it too. <laughs> bring fruit to work day. Never bring fruit to work. 
Yeah. World Teachers Day, which oh, it should be okay. World Teachers Year. Yes. <laughs> Do something nice day. Okay. Global James Bond Day. That's come. That's opening up this weekend, I believe. The new one. Yeah. National Kiss a Wrestler Day. No. <laughs> and National Storytelling Day. Okay. What the hell is this one? Day of No Prostitution. I skipped over. That one. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I like to. Hey, Bethany, uh, are you a whore? Uh, say, hi, it's a uh, uh, prostitution day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, I was like, what? What? Yeah, that one makes no sense. God, the, 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 her, <laughs> fuck me. It's no day of. No prostitution. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a no sex trafficking day. <laughs> Let's go get a whore. Things you need to know coming up. Fickle ninety three three presents oh, the trans shit. Son of a bitch. You are welcome. Man, there you go. Anywho, uh, Dirk says, ugh, anywho, that ranks up there with cool beans. Um, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's quite, uh, interesting because of the laugh talk and, and the uncomfortable moments like that when she is that type of, and then the nasally, not only when she's not doing fry, she's doing nasal. And like I said, it sounds like she's got a couple used condoms stuffed up her nose. Really horrible. How, how the fuck? She must be the nicest, most effective uh, off-air, per- nicest person and very effective at her job off the air or something like that. I have no idea because of the fact that she is working in, in this industry. It's absolutely remarkable. Okay. I was on the uh, creep off yesterday. What is that? It's a podcast and it is a um uh, two guys, one of which you've heard of before, Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. He has another podcast he does with a gentleman by the name of Vinny Paulino. And what they do is they um, they have a topic area, what might be uh, teachers who are creeps. And they give two examples through their own research of teachers who are creeps and give the story behind it and the uh, uh, why they're a creep. And then the audience votes on as to who is the bigger creep. Okay. They invited me to be a uh, guest on the show. So it's Carl, Vinny, and me. And I have to, uh, and the topic was radio creeps. I had two, okay? One you've heard of. It's uh, when I was doing my radio show on uh, BBL, and I had somebody I work with who was an absolute creep. And uh, is I told that story. And I had the story about how when I was on, uh, when my show was picked up on Y100, in Youngstown, Ohio, and um, we were replacing a ki- a guy who uh, was arrested on on uh, a child pornography charges. Scott Kennedy, holy shit! I'll never forget that one. So I told those stories on the creep off. Then the audience votes as to who is the biggest creep. There's a portion in the show when Vinnie Paulino. Um, reads some other creeps apart from when we're talking. They're just stories of creeps. I think it's called like the uh, uh, scum in the news or something like that. And this moment happened. Some of you will uh, right away 
uh, be um, understanding what is happening here. It is uh, an opportunity that doesn't always rear its head, but it reared its head for me, and I took full advantage of it right here. He decides this guy David needs to be... Sorry, Vinny is giving us the tale of the tape of what this creepy guy did to an, uh, to an unsuspecting, innocent individual. He decides this guy David needs to be sacrificed. So what he did is he just slit his throat, dismembered his body, and placed his remains in plastic storage bins. Okay. Is he okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of this episode. Thank you, Eric. Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not thank well. you episode 82 is he okay not thank well. you you see that's the master at work there that is the creator the writer the propagator of that joke did you hear how it landed not only did it work did carl hysterically laugh it became the title of the fucking episode he decides this guy david needs to be sacrificed let's just enjoy this so one what more he time. did is he just He's indicated that the guy's about to die. Sacrificed, indicated that he's going to die. Slit his throat. Slit his throat. He's going to die. Dismembered his body. You got to be dead to be dismembered. And placed his remains in plastic storage. The word remains. So that's clear this person is dead. However, Vinny has not said he is dead. If Vinny at any one point in that discussion says he killed someone or so-and-so is dead... The joke doesn't work. You have to have certain death without saying it, and then you can bust out the three-word joke bins. that crushes every single tie. Okay. Is he okay? <laughs> Boom! It's the name of this episode. Thank you, Eric. Is he okay? Fuck yes. He's not. He's thank not you. Well. Episode Fuck 82. Yes. Is he okay? Not thank well. you. Mm-mm-mm. That's how it works, man. You're welcome. If I ever hear any of you uttering out, is he okay, when it's been said that the victim is in fact dead, you're fucking it up. Do not fuck that joke up. You're allowed to use it, but you must use it right. Respect the joke. Is he okay? That actually is the title of the episode of The Creep Off. It's uh, about an hour and 15 minutes. Pretty quick listen. I will link it up and you can enjoy it. All right. Very cool. Thank you to the folks at the creep off Carl and Vinny Paulino for uh, inviting me to be on that show. Uh, check out their show and they, uh, they do it once a week. So it's very fun. I'll link it up and you can enjoy it. Uh, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Find me uh, on your desktop or via the cameo app. Um, I just did one for Adam James slash Adam Balboa reviewing uh, Last Blood, the uh, Rambo movie, the final Rambo movie. It was awesome. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, he says to me, he goes, I can't leave you a tip. I go, yeah, I know. It's the Cameo app. For some reason, only when you do it, uh, I don't know how the hell it is. I don't even, I don't even care. Just uh, hire me to do one. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. They're great fun. They're only like 15 bucks. Thank you to my friends at Full House Comedy for bringing comedy back to West Michigan. The Full House Comedy venues are everywhere. Okay? You go to fullhousecomedy.com. It says upcoming events. Click here and off you go. 
Um, tons of uh, upcoming events here. Uh, let's see. Starting on Thursday of this week, Adam Ferrara, Park Theater in Holland, Michigan. The following night, two shows at Billy's Lounge in Grand Rapids. And then Saturday, October 9th, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon, Adam Ferrara, two shows. There's a fundraiser, the Special Farces stand-up comedy event. It's a uh, funniest person type of comedy show where a bunch of local comedians get together raising money for a good cause of the uh, Jaeger Foundation, raising money for uh, first responders to get uh, service animals. Okay. Did you know that service animals, how that works? You're like, maybe you'll see a guy who's a veteran who has PTSD and you see a service animal and you're like, boy, yeah, that's great. But what is the, how does that even work? Um, I, uh, th- how it works is this. A lot of these guys that have guys and gals who have PTSD, the dog knows when you're starting to feel not well. Okay. Like for example, the dog can sense when your breathing changes, the dog can smell when you're producing chemicals that kind of go hand in hand with a stressful scenario. Perhaps you're getting worked up about something that's causing you to go through, have an anxiety attack. And that can lead to terrible things, but to a person who has PTSD, the dog comes walking up to you. I kid you not. I've seen this happen. And the dog will put his paw on you. He will crawl into your lap, a big ass fucking dog climbing into your lap and then leans on you. And then you just start petting the dog and just the weight of the dog Um, That type of uh, pressure on a person, on their chest, pawing you, showing concern, it alleviates, it actually works. This is is a proven thing. It's absolutely fantastic. The Jaeger Foundation, what they do, is they, it's a nationwide organization that uh, if a veteran wants to get with them, they fill out a, hey, I need a dog form, okay? The the Jaeger Foundation um, provides money quickly to, and there's a waiting list because they don't have all the money in the world. That's why they're doing the fundraiser. Well, what they do is when they have these fundraisers, they get money in their pocket. And then for the person who needs the dog, they tap the resources. Let's say somebody in uh, Waterloo, Iowa needs a dog. Jaeger Foundation will purchase the dog from a breeder, let's say a shepherd in Waterloo. So that's locally. And then a local trainer will train the dog locally for the local recipient. See how that works? They just funnel the money there. And that's how it and that's how it happens. And in order to train a dog for a person who has PTSD and that type of uh, struggle, the training takes some time. You know, there's there's certain they have to be trained with the person. A really great program, the Jaeger Foundation. Uh, they've got an event coming up this week. All right. Where the hell am I? Oh my God. Uh, dumpster divers, if you are in West Michigan and you, uh, well, you want to get rid of some junk. I know the queen of the forest wants to do this. We've done it once already. We rented a dumpster from dumpster divers. Uh, don't just call anybody. If you ever need a dumpster or if you need demolition or junk removal, reach out to dumpster divers, dumpster divers, LLC.com. Two great young people. Emilio and, of course, Kyle, who appears weekly on this show, 
did this startup business. They've got a ton of dumpsters that they deliver right to you. You'll pay a lot less than any other uh, dumpster company because it's priced at a lower weight. Okay. When you get a dumpster from any other company in the area, uh, you're paying for a weight that you can't possibly achieve by filling it up with the junk in your house. Okay. You're getting overpriced. It's overpriced and you're paying more than you need to. Dumpster divers, dumpsters are priced at a lower weight point. If by a chance you happen to go over, you'll be charged a little bit more after the fact. It's prorated though. It's still less than what you're paying for the first charge from the other guys. Reach out at 616-375-9962. 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. Dumpster divers, LLC.com. Occasionally, I like to go back in the live stream and see what's up. All right. Everybody seems to be having a good time. Thank you again for getting the show live. Um, let's see. So thanks again. I see uh, Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh is in there. Jason is in there. The Duchess of New Jersey. Hello, Eric, who insists she doesn't sound like that. Aram says, can you call the show? You want me to call Fickle 93.3? I don't know about that. And Sarah says, is it my headphones or is something wrong? I don't know. Sounds good on my end. I hope not. All right. Yesterday, I heard through the grapevine... I think it was uh, Jason Rogers reached out to me and he said that he got into his truck yesterday and 97.9 was on. And uh, he said that um, when he got on, Freebear and Hot Wings were having a discussion and the topic was a list of the top 20 best fast food French fries. And I said, well, that that's perfect. That, that sound, that is, that should be no surprise to anyone that they would do something like that. Uh, No discussion about urban Meyer at all on the show. No discussion about anything that anyone is talking about. What you have here is the show prep service. Thick packet of paper. Uh, Wise Brothers Media is the name of it. In fact, if you just uh, search Wise Brothers Media, you will see for yourself what this is. And it'll say on it, verifiable, the number one source for radio uh, preparatory sound. And, and it's it's a bunch of stories that every radio station in America goes over. I can guarantee you one of the things on their list of in their show prep packet. This is how you do a radio show these days. You don't actually have an opinion about uh, anything or talk about anything that's going on in the world. You act scared to talk about those things. Say, oh, those aren't fun. And then you read these stupid bullshit lists to the world and try to pawn it off as something interesting. It's fucking embarrassing. All right. 
And you fuckers keep eating it up. I'm talking about audience members who share me with them. Would you fucking stop paying attention to this show? You need to slowly wean yourself off of this. If you're listening to a show that goes over the top 20 best fast food French fries, it's time to fucking let it go. All right? There's no point in even trying anymore because they aren't. Stop. Holy shit. And I thought, well, that's maybe that was a replay or something. Nuh-uh. Smack dab in the middle of the morning. In fact, Dumb Dumb even teased it. Ah, coming up next on the Nut Hut, we're going to go over a list here of the top 20 fast food french fries. Ah, I got a problem with number one. The fucking idiot. He's like, oh, man, I got unbelievable. You know, I love McDonald's. But I I I don't agree with number one. It's five guys. That's crazy, man. Five guys is number one. I don't agree with that at all. I'd even go for Arby's curly fries before I go with five guys. Holy shit. Ah, oh, God, this is the shit I'd make fun of. This is, this is it's terrible. Then there was this. This was actually said. While they, I, have, I have a clip for you. While they're breaking down the, the, the list of the top 20 fast food fries, which nothing funny happened. I, I swear on a stack of Bibles, it was like, okay, number 14 is Burger King. I don't like those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like those. <laughs> I'm stoned. I like dick. You know, that, that's it. There, there, there's nothing to it. They're just going over a list and they're running it down bit by bit. Now, no one's saying anything fucking funny. It's ridiculous. The most ridiculous thing I heard, though, was this comment. And I don't know if it was, uh, um, well, it was just, it sounded ridiculous. Listen to this. Steve is talking about why he doesn't like Wendy's fries. Listen to this. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. That's true. I agree. Wait a minute. Did he just say, when I'm eating a Wendy's fry, this is a potato? When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. That's true. I agree. And then they back him up and say, yes, it is a potato. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. The last, what the fuck? Did he think French fries are made out of celery? I'm unbelievably confused with this statement. When I'm eating... Wendy's fries, I think this is a... By the way, he's wearing a mask while he does the show, which we all know that a mask keeps you from giving COVID to people. So why this fucking idiot is wearing a mask, I don't know. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. That's true. I agree. There you go, folks. Syndicated in 50 markets, the top 20 list of fast food French fries. You think I'm kidding when I talk about them, about how shitty that show is. My God. Ugh. Sarah says, mind blown. Fries are potatoes. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. That's true. I agree. 
What the fuck is going on? Kyle says, Zaniacs, we might disagree about vaccines and politics. We all hate, but we all agree we hate the free beer and hot wings show. Kent says, yeah, yeah, well, Wendy's just redid their fries. They're way better now. Yeah, but are they potatoes, Kent? Do Are they actually potatoes? Oh, my God. Horrible. I want to go back a little bit, some follow-up on the Mike Ball hilarity. Mike Ball, God, of all the people to see me when I was on my long run, Mike Ball, who is racing me in less than two weeks in the Grand Rapids Marathon, he maintains that he's going to be able to get that thing done at 7.45 a mile. I, I, I Excuse me, I honestly find that hard to believe. Uh, I think is, I mean, typically in a, at, at a half marathon, he is not that fast. And typically you also don't get faster as you get older. And looking at how he walked a marathon for the Chattanooga Ironman, which is, of all the uh, Ironmans that exist, the easiest one in America. It's flat. There's no hills. Mike Ball sees me while running. Gets out of his car, chases me down, and this moment happens. Hey! What's up, loser? By the way, I sound like I'm, I'm our word rhymes with me marted when I go, hey! 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 Oh, hey! Fuck. So I was a little, slow guy running down the road. I thought I could jump Fuck you. I'm like, my chances. Shut up. Go home, you fucking beautiful wife. You're dead. Fuck you. You're dead. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. All right. Bet. Who's going to win ATCP.org slash Eric Zane? Uh, Dirk says, Mike, learn to film and landscape. That's true. He doesn't know what the fuck that means. Uh, $25, the minimum bet. Bet 25. Who's going to win? $600 in prize money is on the line. If you got 75 bucks, make three bets. Okay. Who you think is going to win and then put three different times. You could win the whole purse. Uh, so that, and there, you know, we got about, uh, 20 or so people that have, uh, that have, uh, actually donated totaled a little over $1,400. We can boost it up even higher. If you go to atcp.org slash Eric Zane. Corey writes, Freebird Halloween show used to be awesome, but the last two years, they sound like zero effort gets put into it. Honestly, it's gotten worse since the uh, uh, stone chick with the overbite joined the show. Uh, when they had Justin on there, they at least tried. Nobody liked that guy for some reason. I don't know anything about him, but they at least were putting forth an effort. Since the stone bitch who craves dick got in there, the show sucks so fucking bad. Oh, God. 
And they keep adding people. And you know what you get when you join the Free Bear and Hot Wings show? A fucking microphone. Everybody gets a microphone. Even the drip who answers the phone, who does should not have a microphone. Steve gets a microphone so he can say this. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. Wow, a lot of inflection in that. But you really sold when it. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. And, that- and stone bitch who likes dick gets a microphone. None of these people should have a microphone. Fucking uh, get rid of the hole. Uh, don't let the uh, phone dits uh, uh, talk. Don't let the, get Steve out of the fucking studio. Fucking fire hot wings. He's useless. Uh, and just uh, have it be. Uh, you can save uh, five hundred thousand dollars right there by getting rid of all these fucking stiffs that are on that show. Fucking horrible. Unbelievable. All right, be thinking about the uh, asshole of the day. It comes up next. <clears throat> As always, I want you to contribute. If you have any story ideas, I don't use all of them, but if you have a story that you think is interesting that I should talk about, send it my way and I'll review it. Like I said, it doesn't guarantee I'm going to talk about it, but uh, anytime you have a story that you think is interesting, I'd love to uh, uh, have you contribute on the show. Just send it along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I don't have a prep service at my disposal so that I can do top 20 French fries in America. Holy shit. What I do have, though, did you hear my voice crack? Is an army of sponsors, not the least of which is JM Synthetics. Now, um, I'll be honest with you. Some of the sponsors, it's just built in to crush. What I mean by that is like A&E heating and cooling. Everybody's got a furnace. Everybody needs a furnace tune-up. Everybody needs an air conditioning tune-up. So he's been able to kick all manner of ass, Joe Martinez, because of the show. However, not everybody thinks big picture when it comes to engine lubrication, which is why I have to be very particular when I tell you about JM Synthetics and how important it is for you to bang on their door. Jason Mays is a longtime supporter of this show. And he is a authorized Amsoil distributor. Okay. The amount of products that they offer is absolutely bonkers. Uh, engine oils, engine lubricants, uh, hydraulic oil, compressor oil, fuel additives, which I've got audience members swearing at the effectiveness of that. Transmission fluid, gear oil, uh, bearing and chassis grease, filters. Steering brake and suspension fluid, antifreeze and coolant, cleaners and protectants, firearms, lubricants and cleaners, bar and chain oil. So if all of these things are like, you know, in your garage, put it in order. Just do it. And there's a way to do it correctly. This is what I mean by that. Yeah, you can just order it online. But the way that really moves a meter for my pal Jason Mays is by going to jmsynthetics.com. Go, all right, yeah, I need that. I need that. I need that. And then uh, reaching out to Jason directly. Just call him. 616-747-0233. Say, yeah, hey, fucker, this is what I need. And then it shows up at your door. That's it. Okay? It's even easier than ordering it online. You don't have to put your stupid card information on the uh, form and, you know, flip your card over and put your stupid code in there. Just call him. That helps him the most. So two steps. 
Go to jamsynthetics.com. Figure out what you want. Okay, stock your uh, do-it-yourself garage with Amsoil products, the best in the business. Call Mays, 616-747-0233 and order that shit. He says to me, I hope you don't mind if I like really urge the audience on your uh, Twitter post to uh, to buy, buy, buy. And I'm like, well, of course not. No, I want you to keep doing that. They got You got you to gotta beat people over the head with it. The second you stop beating people over the head with it, they're not going to remember. That's why advertising is what it is. That's why potatoes are french fries and french fries are potatoes. Sorry, buddy, but that sounded really dumb. You'd add into the fact that you shouldn't be talking. No one should even hear your voice in the first place ever. Ever. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. That's true. I agree. Fucking idiots. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez, I think the fucker's just getting back from Mexico. Jesus. Thank God David and Jason are holding down the fort for you. Uh, 616-516-8579. Call the son-in-laws today and schedule an appointment to get your uh, furnace tuned up. You know, some of the Zaniac women, they're like, holy shit. Uh, what type of handsome are we going to get? Are we going get, to get the young, ripped, strapping, uh, uh, handsome? Or am I going to get the Latino lover, Joe Martinez? 616-516-8579. Uh, get the furnace tune-up scheduled today. 616-516-8579. Dirk says, when... He uh, joined the show. Steve was great. You guys would pounce on him, and he'd get all butthurt. Yeah, there was one moment. Hey, let's do as Freebird would say. Pull back the curtain. Hey, I hope you guys don't mind this. I'm going to pull back the curtain. Um, He looks just like the character uh, Tumnus on fucking Chronicles of Narnia. I mean, he actually looks like him. And then we uh, started to say, ah, you're, we, we, the, the joke was he's butt ugly. We used to say, ah, you're butt ugly. And you look like Mr. Tumnus. So um, we called him that, and that affected him and hurt him badly. So we get this long-winded group email. I get it. I'm ugly. You know, I, I don't want anybody to say anything else about how I look anymore. No more jokes about looking like Mr. Tumnus. It's like, dude, you are in the wrong fucking spot. If you're going to look me in the face and tell me that uh, I can't make fun of you because of a joke, you're not really ugly, you fucking moron. That's a joke. That's how it goes. No, you can't do that. This long, dramatic email from this fucking idiot. Oh, my God. 
God. Horrible. All right, who's your asshole of the day? Uh, let's see. Any suggestions? Hmm. All right, I guess I'm going to have to do this myself. Shaman Islam sent me an email saying I need to uh, go to him so he can help me uh, get some publicity for my show. The NFK news. The um, doctors uh, giving him the advice, the Bush beer shit cannon firing off. Getting one step closer to being on Twitch. Robin Thicke and Urban Meyer have to be on the top of this list. Who was it last week or yesterday? It was uh, it was the guy who said uh, uh, legitimate rape. Todd, what's his face? I forget now. Doesn't matter. Dino and friends. The creep off. Is he okay? Uh, the best fries conversation. Mike Ball's follow up. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. It's between Urban Meyer and Robin Thicke. Urban Meyer is pretty recent. Robin Thicke, it's old, but still, the story's just coming out now. What do you guys think? Nah, Steve doesn't deserve to be asshole of the day just because he's the most, no, well, second most boring person on the planet. <sighs> I'm getting a lot of votes. Dennis is Urban Meyer, the Duchess of New Jersey, says Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke should be the asshole of the day, Eric. Chris says, wait, no Dino and friends. Well, I featured Dino and friends, but Dino and friends do not deserve to be asshole of the day. Sarah Rook Ruck Roos is definitely Urban Meyer and his parents who named him uh, Urban. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> what about the chick that was grinding on him? I didn't like Urban's apology. I thought it was bullshit. But, uh, Yeah, it's got to be Robin Thicke. Now, um, I want, you know, what do you guys think about canceling this guy? Because some of you are of the persuasion. You know, some of you are so dim that um, looking at you, Patriot Nick, or even to some degree, Dirk, should this guy be canceled? I mean, if you tell me that he should be canceled, that flies in the face, uh, especially you, Patriot Nick, of uh, what you've felt about cancel culture. Oops. I don't have any problem with there being a uh, cancel culture so far after the fact, you know? So does that uh, provide kind of like a bit of a uh, conflict in your, uh, in your brain? My God. Yeah, absolutely cancel that guy. Kick him off that show, The Masked Singer. He needs to be... He needs to be done with right now. Okay, that's it. That is it. We are done with the show. I appreciate you guys as always. Remember that a French fry is a potato and a potato is a French fry. If you hear any ridiculous moments on the Free Beer and Hot Wings show that fall into kind of like the ground that I've talked about and been covering on this show, I don't think we have an opportunity. I don't think we have the... uh, uh, somebody suggested that it would get real old real quick if I did shows focused entirely on the shit that goes on there. But if I periodically drop it in from time to time, 
that might get more play than doing like full show. I, th- I agree with you. It would get old real quick. You got to get in and get out. That is it. This is done. I'm still trying to get a player for smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. I keep getting shut down with that. I'm hoping to have a player for tomorrow, and then we can play that game tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll be back with a Patreon bonus podcast a little bit later on. Sign up, patreon.com slash Eric Zay. Till next time, folks, have a good one. Bye-bye. When I'm eating Wendy's fries, I think this is a potato. That's true. I agree.